Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock Hello. My name is Nigel. Jerry Lopez filling in for Hammer. Hammer and I will be back on the air together a week from today. I believe we are off for New Year's Day. He is back on Tuesday. We're both back on Wednesday. And thank you to Jerry and Brad Kloppenstein for filling in for me us yesterday. And then last minute when I was sick last week, came down with a finally got that, that little bastard of a virus finally caught me. That uh, that uh, the, the COVID SARS nineteen virus. I the somehow OG, managed, the OG COVID. Yeah, man. I somehow uh, managed to evade that thing for nearly four years, and it uh, it it bit me. So, uh, thank you for for taking care of that last minute for me, man. Definitely, I appreciate you and it. And, and, uh, and we officially give you your keys back to the car, <laughs> and uh, dad you. can dad can drive again. <laughs> Did you see these reports? This was either over the weekend or maybe late last week. Donald Trump considering GOP presidential nominee Nikki Haley, former South Carolina governor, former ambassador to the UN, uh, military uh, hawk, war hawk, Nikki Haley. Uh, many accuse her of being an establishment Republican, part of the military industrial war complex. Uh, did you see that he was considering her as his running mate? I did not see that, but I would be completely surprised if that's the route he went. It's it's really the the antithesis antithesis. Did I say the antithesis? I'm gonna say antithesis. I don't care. I might be pronounced antithesis. I'm still not saying it. You should also say schedule. (laughs) (laughs) It's the complete opposite of what you know his campaign would be about. I feel like she is just totally swampy, totally establishment, um, huge war hawk. But Nikki yeah, pulls yeah. well with suburban women. That's the thing. Well, Carl, that's fine. Okay, but, <laughs> I'm but not Trump her. is not listening. Yeah. Not listening to his base. That would be. A, I think names in terms of female presidential running mates. Christy Nome makes more sense. Oh yeah, no, um, I love what she's done up in South Dakota. Yeah, governor, governor of South Dakota. She was here for the NRA convention. She's fantastic. She signed a bill that prohibits banks from pulling your records to report yes. gun owners, which was a huge deal. She signed that here in Indianapolis. Stefanik would make sense, maybe. I think the best um, one is Vivek. Vivek as his VP would be a game changer. Okay, but if you're looking for someone to help pull in the suburban female vote, I'm talking But we're not the left. Women. We don't care about ideology. We want the best candidate. Well, apparently they don't either because they had a very diverse field in 2020 uh, with Joe Biden and uh, you know, cat w- w- you know, Castro was on the oh, on yeah. the uh, <laughs> on the debate stage. Elizabeth Warren, uh, for that matter, was uh, representing the Native Americans. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, and they dwindled it down to a an old white, rich, entitled white man. So, yeah, why, gender uh, identity politics is the the party of the Democrats. They still seem to find a way to nominate the old, rich, entitled, senile white guy. So for Donald Trump to be considering Nikki Haley as his running mate, that was the big CBS News report. Um, Don Jr. went on Newsmax. Don Jr., of course, Donald Trump's son, went on Newsmax, kind of put the kibosh on that whole idea. Listen, I, I wouldn't have her on. I would go to great lengths to make sure that that doesn't happen. Nikki Haley wants never-ending wars. She's a puppet of the establishment in Washington, D.C. Uh, she's the new favorite candidate of the billionaire class because they want control. No different than academia and Harvard and using you know, their billions to exercise influence. They want someone they control. Uh, Ron DeSantis has proven that he doesn't have what it takes to be on that stage. He's embarrassed himself that way. She's now the preferred candidate. Uh, no, I, I would not want Nikki Fox Haley seems to be like there. Her, all we'd get Fox from her is never-ending wars. And by the way, all you'd get is her, a team trying to destroy Donald Trump from within forever. The second she ever got that you know, anointment, uh, it would be a disaster uh, of epic proportions. So I, I would hope that that never is on the table, and I don't think it is. I wonder if that whole report was bubkiss anyway. Probably. From CBS <laughs> about Trump considering Nikki Haley. Because I don't think Don Jr. would ever go against the family. No, and the way that he was so outspoken about yeah. that leads you to believe they are way off. Way off. Something tells me he got the okay from the old man to go ahead and say, yeah, that ain't happening. I mean, Nikki Haley, for God's sake, she left the U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations, right? That's like October 2019. She's working for Donald Trump on the Trump administration. She left that public office. And five months after joining the board of Boeing, she bought a two and a half million dollar waterfront house. You on don't South say, Carolina. You don't say. Isn't that the way it works. Who paid for that night? Public officials only are in Boeing. office. Boeing. Boeing uh, paid for they're that. Only in office to enrich themselves. That's what it seems like, anyway. And you mentioned we were talking off the air. Who are the only non-politicians running for president? Yeah. So RFK at this point. Um. Right. Vivek. Vivek, like cake. And is it Marianne Williamson? Not going to get elected, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, we're going to stay with CBS for a second because they had like a really dark analysis for predictions for 24 from one of those reporters uh, over the weekend on the Sunday talking show, uh, talking head shows. Well, mine's a little dark. I just feel a lot of concern that 2024 may be the year of a black swan event. This is a national security event with high impact that's very hard to predict. Um, there are a number of cons, uh, concerns that I have that factor into that. Not only this uh, sort of enduring heightened threat level that we're facing, uh, the wars in Israel, also Ukraine. And we're so divided in this country in ways that we haven't seen before. And I think that just creates fertile ground for our adversaries like North Korea, China, and Iran. And that's what uh, concerns me most. You know this, what was missing from her analysis there in terms of the United States and the homeland being attacked, a black swan security event or where, whatever? Where would this come from? Maybe the southern border? I don't know. She didn't mention that at all. She mentioned the, uh, Putin and Israel and Hamas and Ukraine. But 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 wait a minute. You, you're missing something there. 100,000 people a month. That's what you're missing. Record numbers pouring through the southern border like nobody has ever seen 
terrorist watch lists numbers like we've never seen, gotaways like we've never seen. And if there is some sort of security event, some sort of coordinated effort and attack uh, in the United States, it's going to be as a result of the porous southern border. People illegally allowed just to come on in. We don't have any idea how many number of gotaways there are. We we certainly know to the to some extent the number of people coming here claiming asylum or crossing illegally and being processed, which are in the hundreds of thousands a month, tens of thousands a week. But let's put this in perspective. I just looked this up. Lucas Oil had seats sixty three thousand people. We get that in one week. It's a drop in the bucket down there yeah, in the we, southern border, Eagle Pass. We have a Lucas Oil filled with illegals every four days. Meanwhile, inner city residents are fuming in sanctuary cities, and with good reason. I want you to listen to this here before we hit a traffic break with Matt Baird. This is a, a black Chicago resident just going off on his city council, uh, city council meeting over this migrant crisis. And you listen, listen for when he says, hey, we need Trump to come in here. Listen to this. What about the black children in the ghetto? We got to make a future for them. These others will move them out. Move us out and they come in to compete with jobs, goods, and contracted service. Trump, come in here. Clean this mess up. The most corrupt city in the United States is the city of Chicago. And that's not my... Thank you, Mr. Blakemore, for your comments. That, among everything, anything else, should scare Democrats right there. That guy right there saying, Trump, come in here and clean this mess up. Uh, the children of the ghetto uh, are being replaced. You know, these inner city kids, these families, these people the, in abject poverty are not being taken care of. It's the, the migrants in these sanctuary cities that are flooding the streets that are being taken care of. Meanwhile, American citizens are being ignored. That should terrify Democrats right there, that kind of thinking right there. Uh, Matt Bear, what's up? Southbound 69, stop and go traffic from 106th Street down to 82nd. Also, northbound 465 on the east side is slow right now from East 56th Street up to 71st. Traffic sponsored by Wendy's Peppermint Frosty. Wendy's Peppermint Frosty is back for the holidays, so take some time to chill this year. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's Vanilla Frosty is temporarily unavailable.